Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, everyone. I hope y'all are having a great day and you've had a really great weekend. I'm Janice Cohen, and you're listening to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. And I'm so glad that you're here today, taking some time out to rejuvenate and exhale from the week's activities and from the hustle and bustle of the weekend. It's so important for you to listen to your intuition as it guides you to take a break, even for five minutes, to relax, to chill out as you prepare for the week ahead. And I know that some of you uh, might find it hard to master the balancing act of making sure that you take care of all of your responsibilities and then find time for yourself. But just by listening today, you're taking that time out and giving yourself a gift and the opportunity to refuel. And I am loving that. So today I wanted to talk to you a bit about mastery and how you can cultivate courage, confidence, and certainty to master your personal and professional destiny. And I know that might sound like a big challenge or a lot to take in, but I'm going to take uh, some time today and break it down for you so that you know exactly what I mean and exactly what you can do to get back on track and feel really good about your life. And that's what the Intuitive Therapist Podcast is all about, helping you learn to understand your challenges so that you can resolve them. Uh, and also teach you some new and exciting things that you'll want to stay tuned for in future podcasts that truly will help you create, create an amazing life. So when I tell you about a story about a man and his treasure, there was a man off the coast of Florida, and he believed there was treasure to be found. Everybody thought he was crazy, but he went out there. He got a boat. He hired a crew, and he searched for years and years to find it, but he didn't. His wife left him, and everybody truly thought he was insane. His staff left him. He went through all of his money. He actually had to take out loans to get more money to find his treasure. But this guy was so certain. He had absolute certainty that there was the treasure out there for him, that he convinced people to give him their time, their money, and their assistance. Long story short, he went through two or three wives, hundreds of staff, and he went through all of his money. He overleveraged all of his relationships. Imagine going out there month after month, year after year, to look for treasure. 16 years this guy spent looking for treasure, and he loses everything. And then, of course, one day magic happens. He finds the treasure. I believe it was about $60 million dollars. So wherever you are in your life today, you, you might believe that you have this great goal for yourself, but you might not believe you have the courage, confidence, and certainty that you need to achieve it. So why do I tell you this story? It's because I want you to think about this man and his uh, treasure journey while I'm talking about the other content today. He looked for this treasure 16 years, and you might have a personal or business goal in your life and really want it to happen. But you have to understand it won't happen unless you have these three beliefs that this man had. 
So I'm going to talk to you about these three beliefs that are going to be pivotal for you to use in your life to make anything happen. So the first belief that this man had was that it was there. That, listen, whatever goal you have, whatever, whatever, uh, whether it's making your relationships better, your health better, or work better, you have to believe that there's buried treasure deep down inside of you and deep down inside of that goal uh, for it to happen. And if you don't believe that it's there, you won't go looking for it at all. And you'll pretty much say, well, it's not really even worth it, me pursuing this. So the first belief is that it was there. The second belief is that you can find it. You might think other people have what you want, like they can have it instead of you. But we all see uh, Facebook posts and famous people and we, we read magazines where all of a sudden all of these people have what we think we want. But if you don't believe that you can actually have what they have or have what you want to have, you're going to give up. So believe that you can find it. Believe that you can find that treasure. Believe that you can meet that goal. And there's one more belief that you must have ingrained inside of you when you're trying to find that treasure of yours and meet that goal. And it's this that it's worth it. 16 years is a very long time to look for that treasure, but he was certain he would find it. He was 100% committed and he believed that it would be worth it. So there might be gold in your current relationship or uh, in your current business, but here's a twist. You not only have to believe that it's there and that you have you can find it, but what happens if you believe that it's not worth it? When I was thinking about talking about this topic, I was thinking about a relationship I was in several years ago. I met this guy and I thought he was a great guy. Um, and he was a nice guy, smart guy, seemed to have things together. Um, and so I thought there was potential. So I found myself asking myself, do I have these three beliefs? Do I believe that it's there? Do I believe there's potential there in this relationship? And I said, yeah, I do. I asked myself the second question, do I believe that I can find it? And I said, yeah, I really do. And then as time went on, I had to ask myself the last question, is it worth it? And it came to a point in that relationship where I realized that it wasn't. And so I ended the relationship. Meatloaf, the great philosopher and songwriter, he wrote a song called Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. If you know that song, you'll probably sing along this verse with me. But he said, "If I want you, I need you, but there ain't no way I'm ever going to love you now. So don't be sad because two out of three ain't bad. The thing is in life, if you want to accomplish anything, Two out of three doesn't cut it. Without that certainty, that feeling that you cultivate within yourself, and the more you cultivate it, you will not only be able to influence yourself, but influence other people as well. There have been so many people who've overcome insane odds to get what they want. 
but they were only able to do it if they had these three beliefs, that it was there, that they could find it, and that it was worth it. This reminds me of a movie Will Smith was in called The Pursuit of Happiness. This guy was a struggling salesman. He played uh, this man uh, whose name was Chris Gardner. And Chris Gardner used to sell bone density scanners to make a living. Um, and what happens is he ends up losing everything. His wife left him. He lost his house. He lost his money. But he took custody of his son. And he was determined to find a way to make things work. So he decided to become a broker one day. He applied for this internship, a six-month internship, that you had to qualify for. And it was a big, big company. And only 20 interns were approved out of hundreds of people. He got approved. He hustled. He worked day and night studying, learning. He showed up early and left late. He made sure that he took care of his son, though, because they had no home. So often they slept in bus terminals and uh, in the bathroom of train stations to survive. But he immersed himself completely, and he outshined everyone else. Six months later, the last day of the internship, he enters the room where all the partners are, and he has a seat. And lo and behold, they realize that he's the guy that they want to bring on, and they offer him a position. And it turns out that this was the starting point for Chris Gardner. And he ended up becoming a multi-millionaire broker and developed this amazing, very well-to-do brokerage firm. Every day, I am privileged to help people cultivate courage, confidence, and certainty. And it's I get to do it through therapy or through my psychic readings. And it's truly amazing to see people who come in who are forlorn, who are discouraged, who don't know what to do, that within a 30-minute reading or an hour session, all of a sudden things start to really shift. And I get to teach my clients about these three beliefs. And I get to teach my clients about all sorts of other things that help them master their personal and professional destiny. I get to work with the angels, the archangels, the ascended masters, and spirit guides and spirits to really help affect uh, positive change. Now, some of you look at other people in the news or even in your in your circle who perhaps are well-established or well-to-do, and uh, you may think that that came to them naturally. You may, you may look at them and say, man, what pill did they take today? I want some of that. Get me a bottle. But they're not born that way. I tell my clients all the time that courage, confidence, and certainty takes time to develop. You know, these qualities are not genetically passed down, y'all. They are not given to chosen ones by God. Having courage, confidence, and certainty is a lifelong journey. And each of these qualities has to be learned and honed and sculpted over time. And it's through our decisions that we cultivate courage, confidence, and certainty because decisions shape our destiny. And actions are the only thing that change your life. Massive action changes your life massively. And so you have to understand that every action you take or don't take is parented by a decision. So you have to have those three beliefs that it's there, that you can find it, that it's worth it, 
And you have to be conscious and intentional with your decision making. So to truly master your life, your professional life, your personal life, your fiscal life, your health, you have to be able to incorporate all of these things. There are three things in addition, three decisions that you need to make that will truly change your life. And if you can imagine a triangle, on each corner of the triangle uh, are each of these three things. And the first decision that's important for you to make is about your focus. In other words, what are you going to focus on today? You see, every moment of your life, you have to decide what you're going to focus on. If you don't consciously choose where to point the lens, your brain just goes into the habit of what it usually focuses on, and you just feel whatever you typically feel. And what's interesting is most people tend to focus on what they're afraid of. And you know, whatever you focus on, you feel and you get more of. So you get more fearful feelings and you bring more of those experiences to you. But if you focus on the potential of a situation and the opportunities, guess what you get? You get more potential and more opportunities. The second decision that's so important for you to make when you want to master your personal and professional destiny with courage, confidence, and certainty is language. What language are you going to use to determine what an experience means for you and about you? You see, the language we use with ourselves is so important because it has a significant impact on how we experience life and our world. And look, words in and of themselves on a piece of paper don't carry much weight. But when you use them, they make a huge difference in how you feel about your life. So it's not, it's not even just the words, but we talk to ourselves all day long, busy, busy minds. And we don't even realize how many things we say to ourselves, how many questions we ask ourselves that are just habitual. So questions are huge. They can open the doors to opportunities or they can keep us stuck and unhappy. And so you have to eliminate what's called low quality questions. Questions like, why me? Why does this always happen to me? Why can't I ever be lucky like so-and-so? Why can't I ever get a break? Because every time you ask yourself these low quality questions, you get low quality answers and they don't carry you forward. So I'm going to ask that you try to shift into what's called high quality questions. And these questions have to do with creating opportunities and possibilities and options. These questions will change your life. So change your questions. So you would ask questions, high quality questions like, okay, so this happened, what can I learn from it? Or what can I do right now to feel the way I want to feel? They can help you change your focus from being a victim of life to a victor. And the third decision is all about physiology in your body. It's how you will use your body to reinforce your emotions. Look, emotions are created by emotions. We do our emotions. They don't just do us. It may feel like that, but they don't. So whatever you're feeling right now, you have to understand you are creating it through your body movements and how you're using your body. We practice feelings like sadness, happiness, 
anxiety, fear, worry. We practice those things with our bodies. So by changing your body movements, how you sit or how you stand or how you walk, how you use your face, you can actually begin to feel differently because when you start doing that, then you're going to really think about what you're focusing on. And then you're going to start talking to yourself differently using the different language. You see, this all comes together. So if you were to connect in with sadness, you would notice how your body usually does it and the thoughts that you tell yourself. But if you shift into happiness or joy or even ecstasy, your body would start doing different things. You would be talking to yourself differently and your focus would be on something entirely different altogether. Several weeks ago, when I was thinking about what I wanted to say to y'all today, I really experienced my perfectionist in full force. And it's something I've battled with for a long, long time. And I still struggle with it. But I have committed to myself that this year is the year I do what scares me. And I'm going to quiet that voice of my lovely perfectionist. I was uh, standing around my house one day. And I was trying to think of, you know, I want to make this podcast episode really meaningful. And I found myself doing discouragement. And my head was down and I was, my shoulders were curled in. And I started to feel doubt. And I thought, well, wait a minute. That's not going to work. What am I going to do here? And then I heard a voice. Y'all know I hear voices, right? I heard a voice and it said, Janice, own your space and it'll be fine. And before I knew it, it was as if some energy came up my spine, up through my shoulders, straightening me out entirely and up. Shoulders were back head was up and my eyes were open and I felt inspired and I said I got this I got this so I want to share with you six things I could come up with a million but six things that I truly believe will help you master your personal and professional destiny but also develop courage confidence and certainty for you And I know throughout all of my other podcasts, uh, I'm definitely going to be talking about how to cultivate courage, confidence, and certainty in different different ways. But I want to talk to you about these six things. So the first thing is to release judgment about your past and your past mistakes. There's a saying that made a huge difference in my life. Uh, I heard it a few years ago. And somebody said to me, they said, Janice, you can't wish for a better past, so stop wishing. And it hit me hard because I spent so much time wishing that I could change my past and I can't. I spent so much time being judge, jury, and sentencing committee that all I did was, uh, you know, do my time in, in jail, in my own personal jail. And I can tell you that each of you, up until this point, you've served your sentence. It's time to be untethered to your past because it's done. All I ask of you is that you learn from it. Use life for you. The second one, uh, the second recommendation that I have is to become fearless about your future and master your domain. I don't expect that you're going to have no fear. Nobody has no fear, but I do want you to feel less fear. You know, just as that man who hunted for that treasure for 16 years, you know, 
you have to believe that that at some point, if not many points in 16 years, he he was scared. Maybe the weather conditions were crazy. Maybe he was all alone and and didn't know what to do. Maybe he thought he might give up, but he didn't. He had fear, but he became his own warrior. He had a cause. So I want you to dictate how you're going to live your life. I want you to own your energy. I want you to own your feelings and your thoughts and your behaviors. And I want you to choose how you're going to go show up every day. You have that choice. The third suggestion that I have is that you tap into that hungry part of you. Have you ever heard somebody say, I wanted it so bad I could taste it? Well, I want you to tap into that. And I'm not talking about that favorite hamburger or that favorite pizza that you love. I am not talking about food here. What I'm talking about is tapping into the big why of, of what you want to accomplish. Several years ago, I made a decision that changed my life and it took one moment. And that's what happens. One moment, we get to make a decision that alters the trajectory of our life. This was a very significant moment for me. I had um, reached a point of intolerable pain. I had struggled so much financially in my practice several years ago. I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't do the same things that I was doing and get a different result. Y'all know that's the definition of insanity. So I said, I'll never, ever, ever put myself in a position of financial vulnerability again. And so I hired mentors. I got guidance. I invested into programs. I invested into coaching programs. And I applied everything that I learned to my practice. And it not only completely changed how I run my business, how I do my business, but it trickled over into my personal life and allowed me to develop really amazing boundaries and standards for myself and my life and the people that I choose to have in it. So I just make sure that from you know that point on that I only have people in my life who are compassionate, who are kind, who have goodwill towards me, you know, who have integrity and honesty. You know, when we want something so bad we can taste it, there is nothing that's going to stop us. I often tell people, you know what, I'm I, I'm not hungry for having a happy, amazing life. I am starving. And I want you to tap into that because I'm going to tell you something. If I can achieve what I've achieved in my life, true happiness, starting from a crap place, you can too. The fourth recommendation I have is honor your wins of courage, large and small. We so often dismiss all of the things that we do every day towards our goals. It's almost like if if we if it's not big, it doesn't matter. But think about it. You know, we're doing everything. We're doing our to-do list. If we check off three instead of the five that are on there, that's great. Let's say you you mess up on a one of the meals that you have and you're and you're working on creating a different lifestyle of eating for your health. So what? You got back on track. That's awesome. So honor all of those things. Don't minimize them. If if you're building a savings account and you save a dollar today and maybe five dollars the next day, that's huge. Because truly, the more courage you have, the more confidence you get. And the more confident you get, the less courage you need 
and the more certainty you create. It's amazing what happens is that you need less courage the more certainty you establish. The fifth recommendation I wanna make is that you learn from every experience. And I wanna be clear about something because I spent too much time being miserable in my life, feeling like life was happening to me or at me. And I wanna be clear with you, nothing in life happens to you. It happens for you. Even the most painful crap you've been through, it happens for you. And your job is to pull out from life all of the lessons so that you can grow and be a better person and learn your soul lessons and contribute to the greater good and help other people. So I want you to learn how to get the gold, the treasure from all of your life experiences, even the bad relationships, even the the failed deals, anything, even the great experiences. So you want to learn how to respond to life instead of react, because when we react to life, we're feeling like life happens to us. And so we, we have an emotional reaction versus responding where we take into not only what we know, what we, that we feel and think, but also what's going on with other people. What are the other conditions that are involved? And do I really need to base what I do at this point on my emotions alone? And the last suggestion I have to cultivate courage, confidence, and certainty in your life so that you can master your personal and professional destiny is that you trust your intuition. I, this is my favorite one to talk about. I wrote a whole book about it and how I use that, you know, use intuition and my psychic gifts in in therapy uh, to help people. You know, intuition is that little voice inside you. It's that gut instinct. It's that hunch. It's that flash of insight that lasts for just a moment. And most of us tend to dismiss that. But I'm saying don't. I hear so many people want to talk about intuition. They say, Janice, I trusted my intuition and it failed me. It didn't work out. And I look at them and I say, what are you kidding me? It didn't, it didn't uh, fail you. You have no idea the power of your intuition and how it reverberates way into the future. You may think that just because it didn't work out now doesn't mean that in a year, in six months, a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, that that trusting your gut experience and that it didn't work out, that serves you. It it guides you along this trajectory of your life. So I really want you to cultivate this faith in your intuition Let it guide you. It's amazing. It will calm your life down and it will allow you to truly become comfortable in your skin. You know, you don't need to convince anything, any, anyone of anything, uh, as long as you are clear and certain in your life, um, what you want to have happen and what you're willing to do to achieve it. And that truly is trusting your intuition and following it. So I thank you for listening today. And as always, I am so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And I'm sending you love and light. And I'm reminding you to always live with your intuition. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.